Holy crap. A new introduction to the podcast. But for real, though, the rest of it will come after this. I just want to thank you guys. Um, all the five-star ratings that we're getting on all the podcast apps is awesome. And I appreciate it when I hear people telling me that someone else told them about the podcast. So you guys rock. Uh, listen to the commercials or skip by them. It's cool. And your episode's on its way. Today's podcast is brought to you by AssaultLimited.com. Even when you aren't saying anything, you're saying something. Let your gear say the right thing for you. That's where Assault Limited comes in. Assault Limited offers tactical versions of things you use every day. The Assault Pen is a great quality, intimidating looking pen with a pinpoint tip used for self-defense or to break glass. The Assault Spork has so many different tactical uses, we only have time to highlight a few. It's a spoon, a fork, a wrench, a carabiner, and a bottle opener. The possibilities are endless. The Assault Pencils and the Assault Straws... Well, they both look pretty badass, and they both tell political correctness to take a long jump off a short bridge. When you need things and you want them to be the best quality while issuing a statement to anyone else who sees, look at AssaultLimited.com. Also sponsoring today's podcast is Urban Savage, U-R-B-N-S-V-G.com. The best quality apparel available. American-made t-shirts and sweatshirts that fit great with the quality that will outlast the creepy battery bunny. The Date Night Tee, which is the badass's version of the subtle embroidered logo t-shirt that so many of us grew up with. And the hats are 100% American made, not just embroidered here like so many others. Ooh, and those sweatshirts are so damn comfy. The next time you're thinking about scoring a new piece of gear, remember to check out urbnsvg.com. Last but not least, today's podcast is brought to you by A3 Body Protectant. A3 was designed when Martin noticed that Hawaiian surfers who spend their entire lives in the sun had radiant, healthy skin. After plenty of awkward questions about how seriously they take their skin care, he learned the secrets. Hawaii's best kit secret is now available at A3Equip.com. That's A3 eqip.com a3 is a truly natural cream that can be used as a skin lotion a lip balm a hair conditioner honestly anywhere you want to keep moist and healthy get yours today at a3 eqip.com all doctors to the er do these guys have any idea what they are talking about talking about talking about Get squared away. Spiritual. Get squared away. Emotional. Get squared away. Mental. Get squared away. Physical. The podcast that'll help you get squared away. What up, y'all? I'm here today. Martin took the uh, the helm or the steering wheel last week, and I wanted to sit down and have, have a conversation with you guys this week, but... Before we even get into the topic, I want to tell a quick little story. So I know we talk about it a lot, but everybody needs to be extremely skeptical of everything that they're seeing on the internet, whether it be from social media, from small news outlets, from big news outlets. I just, I want you guys to understand that there's a lot of shit going on out there and because of the ease of access and the lack of, um, I guess, difficulty to put information online. It means that nothing is really being scrutinized before it gets in front of you guys. And so I saw a video and it's just, you know, I'm, I'm up doing my morning routine and I'm scrolling through Instagram and I'm on the reels and I see this video of these, these bugs, right? And these are these little, I guess, I don't know, BB looking bugs. And on the video, it said that in 2020, these bugs showed up in Houston, Texas, and 
no scientist has been able to say what they are, or where they came from, or what they're doing. And these bugs are kind of just following in each other and doing these weird little movements where they're they're going shape to shape to shape. And I was like, holy shit, this is weird, right? Nobody's been able to figure out what these are. And wow, this is this is super crazy. And then I was like, all right, let me see what people are saying. Maybe somebody knows what they are. And the first comment was some, you know, troll comment. But the second comment was literally a guy that was like, here's the YouTube link. This is my original video. These bugs showed up at my house in 2017. And in the video, it explains exactly what they are. Um, you know, scientists from some college figured out that they're these shield bugs and this is where they came from and this is what they're doing. So, like, just just if you extrapolate that story out to... The fact that, like, we see this shit all the time, and we see it especially with politics. We see it with science. We see it with health. Um, you, I mean, you see it with, like, uh, with like fitness people on Instagram and, and social media and YouTube. And it's like everybody's got the, the next final big biggest thing. And, and the reality is, is, like, <clears throat> most of information is just not sexy. Most of how to improve is just it's not a fucking magic pill. It's not this next pair of shoes or this next crazy workout technique or this next magic food or superfood is just going to change your life. It just, it, that's not reality. <clears throat> reality is dirty and it's painful and it's, it's slow growth and it's grindy. And it's the reason that only a certain amount of people are, are, are getting that much better is because a lot of us are barking up the wrong tree and, and the media and the social media and the exploitation of wrong ideas or just, I guess, the explosion of small ideas that are made to be these big deals, right? They're just, it's it's just not reality, you know? Oh, you're working out wrong. Do this to get better in 30 days or this magic food could help you lose weight. Motherfucker, there, there are no magic foods, um, I mean, other than I guess if we want to get real crazy, like, yeah, there's some there's some magic mushrooms and some magic plants out there, but that magic is totally different than the magic that they're talking about. But we all feel it. We all we all want we want something easy, and we want something to come our way, and we want to have those those little wins without putting in the effort. I get it, but the reality is, existence is pain, and that's kind of that's where this podcast is going today. I want to. I want to sit down and I want to talk to you guys about mental health and specifically men's mental health because there's a little thing that's happening and the kind of the, the, the chasm or the microcosm of what I want to talk about here is this, this, this song, Richmond, North of Richmond. And the song, yeah, the song's great. We all know the song, but why does a song like that just just hit why does it why does it hit and resonate with so many people so fast and the reason it does is because it's somebody else showing you their pain it's somebody saying you're not out there alone you're not the only one feeling this you're not the only one that wakes up in the morning and goes what the fuck am I doing like we're all out here and and we all have bouts of it some of us more than others and likely if if you're a contemplative um, internal intelligent person, you feel it a lot more than people that are just fine being fine. Um, 
but that's that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about mental health. I want to talk about men's mental health. I want to try to identify where these things come from, and then I want to start to give some non-sexy, applicable advice on how we can all work together to try to improve this. Because the reality is that while a lot of us feel these pains, um, we're in a pretty goddamn good time, and and it's it's a lot of the the benefits of the time that we have today that are that are making us feel these pains. So let's get into it. So the pain. I want you to, I want to start out by letting you know, whoever you are listening to this, that pain that you feel, you're not alone. We all have different pains, but we all are biologically similar. So that thing that's causing you pain or those those aspects of life that are causing you pain, my aspects of life might be different. Um, the things that are causing me pain might be different, but I feel the same pain. And as men, we are expected to just kind of keep our heads down and endure. And the reality is, as men, we take full responsibility for the people around us. And by being expected to provide and keep safe the people around us, we a lot of times have to ignore our own mental health um, and our own pain. But Ignoring it and, and never taking the time to to look at it and dissect it and start to identify what's causing it, it, it builds up. And when it builds up and it builds up and it builds up, think of it like a, a pressure cooker or a bomb, I guess. And it builds up to the point that it gets to it gets to a level where just ignoring it is impossible. And it gets to such an extreme that you you can't endure it anymore. And and the thoughts of just just doing something to, to stop it. And, and, and those thoughts end up turning into a lot of times they turn into substance abuse or they turn into, um, unhealthy habits or they turn into a lot of different things. And why, why do we have the, why do we have these pains? Well, I want to talk about evolution. And, and if you're a, if you don't believe in evolution, as far as the aspect of like, our species came from another species, that's fine. You don't need to for this part of this conversation. I just want to talk about evolution as far as some numbers because us as human beings, our brains don't work to understand or extrapolate exponential numbers very well. So I just want to take two people, right? And, and we'll say we'll say year 1,000, okay? And we have, we have Bill and we have Mark at year 1,000. And Bill, let's say Bill is is one hundred percent. That that doesn't work. All right, I can't say one hundred because one hundred twenty five percent is not a real thing. But let's say that Bill has a certain level of skills, abilities, whether innate or learned, and those innate abilities are a certain level applicable to benefit him and how he is living in the year 1000. And then let's take Mark. And Mark's inherited levels, um, whether it be his height or strength or intelligence or cardiovascular system or, or, or any of these things that you get from your genetic, um, your genetic, your genetic gifts, I guess. Um, let's say he's 25% more well-suited or 25% better suited for the year 1000, okay? So it's, it's just 25%. I mean, it's a lot, it's a quarter, but it, it's not crazy. It's not double. It's not half more. It's not three times better. It's, it's just 
And then let's take that and let's extrapolate those numbers out to a thousand years. So that's just year 1000 to year 2000. Okay. And we compare Bill's lineage to Mark's lineage. Okay. So Bill's DNA, Bill's inert gifts, innate gifts to Mark's DNA and Mark's gifts. If 1000 years later, Bill has had kids, his kids have had kids, his kids have had kids. 40 times, uh, 40 generations is about the average of what you'll find in a thousand years. So let's say 40 generations down the line, uh, Bill's lineage or Bill's DNA has created a thousand, or I'm sorry, excuse me, a hundred different humans in the year 2000. There's a hundred people that have Bill's lineage. And then let's take Mark. And Mark, remember, in year 1000, Mark was only 25% uh, better suited for the year 1000. And we're going to ignore the fact that the difference in what would suit you for year 1000 is totally different than what would suit you for year 2000. But in 40 generations or in 1000 years, Bill's lineage has created 100 people. Mark's lineage has created 90 thousand people there are 90,000 people with Mark's DNA that have been able to produce more um, reproduce more create healthier offspring all of these things just because he was 25% better suited now why does why does that story matter that story matters because things that would have been beneficial a thousand years ago 2,000 years ago 3,000 years ago would be things like constantly looking for more, constantly searching for more food, constantly searching for more connect, more human connection, constantly searching for more physical lovers to reproduce with, constantly searching for a better habitat, constantly searching for just more of everything. And when you think about somebody being 25% more likely to search for more, we now have 90,000 marks that are more likely to search for more. Well, what does that mean? That is where a lot of this pain comes from because we are constantly comparing and constantly searching and constantly looking for more. And if we are unable to recognize that and unable to realize that our comparison to other people is only looking at what they have, not what they don't have that we do have, then that starts to turn into emotional pain. And the emotional pain or the stresses of today or the stresses of being an adult and especially the stresses of being a man start to come from all these different aspects. And when we, when we start to talk about the aspects, we need to look at Maslow's hierarchy. If you guys don't understand what Maslow's hierarchy, Maslow's hierarchy of needs is basically this, this pyramid, kind of like if you guys remember the food pyramid, yeah, we know it's all been fucked up for so many years. But this Maslow's hierarchy of needs is this pyramid with these, these, this wide base and then another level that's a little smaller, another level that's smaller, another level that's smaller, and then the, the, the TP on the top. And you start at the base and these are the needs that you must have or you must be close to being provided before you go to the next. And if we look at this and we start to dissect this Maslow's hierarchy of needs, we can start to look at what we are missing or what we are searching for that can start to cause those pains. Because the reality is that we are all going to be searching because our 
lineage thousands and thousands of years ago was searching and that's why they left the places that they were. That's why they evolved. That's why they moved. That's why they came to another country. That's why they they were looking for a better life. And, and that DNA is our DNA. Those genetics have been passed down to us. So what's the base? The base of Maslow's hierarchy of needs are, are physiological needs. And let's look at each one of these individually. So there's air. Yes, most of us have access to good air quality. It's number one, we have to have it to live, okay? After that, it's water. If you're in the United States or you're in a, a second or first world country, realistically, your access to water is probably pretty good. If you do not, and, and how I want you guys to look at this is I want you to start to go up this pyramid and start to see, okay, I have this, I have this, I have this, right? And so um, air, we have it. Water, we likely have it. Food, the average person in the United States um, makes more than the other 99% of the people in the world. We are in the top 1% of the world if you are average in the United States. So do we have access to food? It's pretty damn likely if you're listening to this podcast, you have access to food. You might not have access to five-star dining. You might not be able to go out to eat four nights a week. But we have access to food. Shelter, this is when it starts to get a little bit more, um, this is when people are going to start to start to check boxes. And, and realistically, we're going to be halfway up the pyramid before you guys start to go, okay, this is, this is what I'm searching for. This is where I'm not being fulfilled. But shelter, do you have a home? Do you have an apartment? Do you have a place that you can go and hang your hat? and sleep at night safely. You don't have to worry about getting rained on. You don't have to worry about uh, somebody stealing your shit. You don't have to worry about whether your kids are going to be able to stay warm in the winter, right? Okay, shelter. Sleep. Now, this is the fact that this is only two, three, four, five. This is only number five on this this giant hierarchy of needs. And so many of us ignore this. Um, this is pretty fucking important. So are, are you sleeping adequately? Um, if you're not sleeping adequately, then nothing past this really matters. So if, if sleep is an issue of yours, then this is the first thing that we need to start looking at. And we've done multiple podcasts on sleep. There's a ton of stuff that you can look at. Huberman's got some great episodes on sleep. But at least enough sleep to where your body is physically repairing and you have a moderately healthy mindset. Okay. Clothing. When we say clothing... We, we don't mean stylistically. And this is where you have to start looking at what you are comparing to. Do I have clothing? Yes. Do I have the ability to buy whatever I want as far as clothing? Uh, some of us do and some of us don't. Um, but if you are feeling emotional negativity because you don't have something that someone else has, here's where you need to start to hack your brain and start to hack your reality and understand that that, that thing that you have, that, that jacket, that shirt, that, that, those pants, if they're not the thing that you wanted, why do you want that thing? And being introspective like this, you know, we talk about all the time, but this is, this is, this is what this whole hierarchy is going to look like. Um, and then reproduction. And that one's an interesting one because the, the, the commonality today is that reproduction is, is really down on the list of needs, but your ability to reproduce and pass your DNA along is ingrained in you deeply. 
And if you do not have that ability, if you're unable to produce kids and you've never been able to produce kids, that is going to have a chance. It's not a guarantee, but is going to have a chance to damage your mental health to a point that nothing else is going to be able to fulfill that until you realize that this is the cards that you're given and you're going to have to play these cards. And that is not a realization once. That is a realization whenever the pain of not being able to reproduce comes in. When on Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a lot of what reproduction means is do you have the ability, um, the health level to reproduce? Do you, are you able to make offspring? Okay. So that is the physiological needs. Um, the next level on that pyramid is safety needs. And this is where we start. This is where we're going to start to get into a lot of the things where, where people are, are, don't have or they have this adequately, but they are not realizing how adequate it actually is and they're comparing it to something else. And we have safety needs, number one, personal security. So personal security for a man generally is not a big cause of mental health issues. For a woman or for a weak man, it could definitely be a big cause. But the majority of you guys are listening to this podcast. This is not going to be number one. Employment. Now, do you have employment? Basically, do you have the ability to make money to provide a lot of these things? And while we all want to make more, we need to be able to realize that our ability to go to work on a Monday or a Sunday or whatever day your week starts or however your schedule works that is the caveat to a lot of the rest of this stuff that we are able to provide. Now, this doesn't mean that if you have a shitty job or you have a shitty boss or you hate what you do every day or you hate your schedule, that you can't look to improve it or you can't look to improve how it affects your life. But it does mean that you have to realize that you are checking this box. You are gifted to the point that you are able to Trade your time for resources to provide for yourself and your family. And then resources, right? If you, if you can go and you can work, right? We don't see this in our country because we have the ability to go out and we have the ability to purchase anything. But let's say you live in a, uh, they, call it, they call it a food desert, right? Which is like a, um, a, a hood or a shitty area in a big city or um, someplace like sub-Saharan Africa or some of these places where... You could, let's say you have a job. Let's say that you, you know, you work on the, on the, the rail lines or you work on the road or whatever you do. If you have the ability to make money, but you can't trade those money for things that you need, then that box is not going to be checked in your Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Um, health is next. Do you have your health? And this is a very large spectrum. Do you have your health could mean are you healthy enough to go to work? But it also could mean, are you fighting off some sort of a disease? Are you battling injuries that have been plaguing you? And there's a chance that this health aspect right here is causing a lot of mental health issues for some of you guys, especially people who've been through a lot of shit and their bodies don't work the way that they used to. So just identifying that that is causing you um, mental pain, mental anguish, stress, 
just the just the the realization and being able to shine a light on that is going to help a lot because then you're able to start to dissect is it something i can improve and if it's something you can improve then you invest yourself in improving it if it is something that you have that is a nagging injury that is not going to get better then we have to realize that that we can't we can't get down and we can't drag ourselves down and we can't beat ourselves up over stuff that we can't improve. So just that realization and in, in, in it's a lot like a lot of the other realizations I've talked about so far, just that realization is not a one time oh, aha moment and then it goes away. That's an every time that that pain starts to come up realization. Um, next is property. Uh, property is an interesting one. We're getting up to where a lot of these things are like, eh, I wouldn't even put property ahead of the next entire level. I would put property further up the, the line, but I guess property really does mean like shelter, but just a bigger, more longer lasting, more sustainable shelter. And then the next level on the hierarchy is, is love and belonging. And this is where I think a lot of, this is where I think most of the pain from the people that are, that are listening to this, to this episode or, or most of the men, um, we don't like to, we don't like to realistically say it, but this is where most of our pain comes from. And number one, even ahead of, of intimacy and family is friendship. And, and that's interesting because if you think about friends that you've had and a lot of us, a lot of us have friendships and there's different levels of friendships, but it's pretty likely that some of your longest lasting friendships have lasted longer than your intimate relationships. So I think that that's probably why this one is, is further ahead. Um, because if you have a good friendship base, you can make it through a bad breakup. You can make it through um, losing a lover, losing a partner. Um, but if you don't have that friendship base, then then that 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 next level, that that intimacy, that 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 lover, um, lovers, that's going to destroy you because you don't have that you don't have that base. Um, next is in intimacy. So, uh, what is your intimate life? look like. And for a lot of people, I think that this, I think a really large percentage of people, this is where, this is where a lot of that pain comes from. And it's, it's, it's partially due to the fact that we are in this odd time in our lives where we are expected to just make it work. And I think that there's a lot of people out there, men, especially that have, they have a lover, they have a wife, they have a partner, um, they have somebody in their life that is not growth-minded, does not want to evolve with them, maybe doesn't help them, doesn't, they don't feel safe enough to be vulnerable with, and they're expected to just make it work, and they try, but the reality is that for some of you, the right answer is going to be to invest yourself deeper into that relationship, to help that person grow, to be the best partner that they can be for you and to have conversations with them and tell them about your love languages and tell them about what hurts you and, and how you, you want to love them better and how you want them to love you better. But the reality is for some of you guys out there, cutting the fucking ties and running is going to be is going to be what's best because that person's never going to get to that point. And I can't, I can't tell you, um, what is the better way, but what I can tell you is 
making a decision to improve that situation, whether it is path A or path B, making that decision is going to get you out of that dirt loop, that grinding circle of being unhappy and not being able to do anything about being unhappy. And yes, I realize there's a lot of different issues. There's money and there's kids and there's property and there's expectations and there's friendships and there's so much fucking shit that comes along with this one. But doing something, doing anything to improve the situation, whether it be path A, B, C, D, E, F, G, whatever that path is, just taking action and working towards a better tomorrow is fucking enlightening and it will put wind in your sails and it will take weight off your shoulders because the reality is as, as men, especially as responsible fathers and husbands, that weight on our shoulders is fucking crushing. And next on this one is, is family and family. It, it, it's an important one Part of our problem as men is that we focus so much on the providing that we have ignored the family and we did not invest the time into our children to build them into the best humans that they can be. And now we are paying that debt over and over and over and over. And you are still responsible. I don't care if I can tell you that you're not. But the reality is that that 25-year-old that you produced and did not prepare them for the world, um, you will feel responsible for that person for the rest of your life because you're a dad and you're a, you're a good person. So the reality is if you guys have little kids, invest your time, get them ready, show them the world, show them what it feels like to be loved, and take the time. But if you're listening to this and you have older kids that it's never too late, just start the conversation, start to ask them what they feel, get to know them, ask them who they are, ask them about their heart, ask them about their mind, ask them about their dreams, their aspirations. Um, you don't need to give them a goddamn thing except for your energy and time. And Sometimes that's going to be a losing battle, but you can only look at what you've done and be proud of tomorrow, be proud of the energy that you've put in. And sometimes it's going to go on blank years, but the reality is it's just like the spouse situation, except for you don't get to walk away from this one. Um, just start making action. And above that is the sense of connection. And sense of connection comes more as community. It's, you know, for example, in my life, it's the love that I get from, not love that I get, but the loving feeling, the investment I get in doing these podcasts with Martin. Um, it's when I hear that something we're talking about resonates with someone. It's when somebody reaches out and says, I thank you or they reach out and ask for questions or they ask for clarification or they even just want to talk about things, debate things, just connect, right? In, in sense of connection comes from your community. Some of you, it's going to be your work community. 
Some of you, it's a military community. Some of you, it is church. Some of you, it's literally just your physical neighborhood that you're in. But the sense of connection is going to come from your community. Next, second to last, uh, second to smallest, I guess. But the reality is that in this hierarchy of needs, it doesn't matter which one of these that you're fighting for. If you're fighting for um, shelter or you're fighting for love, when you are in the depths of that fight, that pain is the same. Our brain and our heart and our body, it doesn't know the difference between fights. It just knows what the fighting hormones are. It knows how shitty they feel and it knows fight or flight um, reaction. So the next on the level, you know, I'm going to say less important, but it's not less important really. It's just, um, it's a smaller amount of people that are fighting with these things is, is respect. Um, there's a lot of people out there and I, I find it pretty hard to believe that it's a lot of you guys, but you never know. And I guess if you're to the point where you realize it, then you're on the way to fixing it. But there's a lot of people out there that are fighting for respect because they've sold their souls to get to where they're at. They've traded, um, they've traded their own mental well-being. They've traded their own, they've, they've gone against their own morals and their own guidelines to get to where they are to be able to provide probably way more than they ever need to provide, provide financially. Um, but that level of respect, if you're not getting that from the people around you, um, if you're not getting that from your lover, if you're not getting that from your children, if you're not getting that from your friends or your neighbors or your coworkers, um, that one can cause a lot of pain. And the reality is that if you identify that as one of your causes of pain, then it's time to look inside because your respect is going to come from the actions that you put in every day. People are going to respect you as to who you are as a human, what you do, how trustworthy you are, how hard you work, um, how loving you are. Like Martin says, how you act when you don't get what you want. Um, these are all things that, that are going to build the respect for you. Uh, next is self-esteem. Um, self-esteem is an interesting one because self-esteem is, is, is all internal. Your self-esteem comes from what you do, who you are, what you know, how you have invested in yourself, how you've improved, um, how you are able to provide, produce, um, how you think. These are all things that you need to realize that if you have a low self-esteem, um, there's a there's a possibility that you're awesome at all these things and you just have uh, self-esteem issues and like body dysmorphia, right? We have, we know a lot of people out there that, that are, that are in pretty good fucking shape that have body dysmorphia. Most of them are bodybuilders. Um, and that's why they keep looking to improve. Some of them are addicted to plastic surgery. Um, but the reality is that these are just external, um, these are external views of what someone who has self-esteem issues, um, look like. And there are people out there that have self-esteem issues that are providing, they're working hard, they're intelligent, loving, beneficial humans to the people around them, and they just have self-esteem issues. And if that's you, then it's time to realize what you do bring forth and what you do put on the table and what you do bring to a conversation. But I think the bigger reality for a lot of people is that they have been so 
single-minded to one thing, whether it be the money that they're producing, the car that they have, the watch that they have, their, you know, arm size or their boob size or their hairline or whatever these things are. They've been so single-minded as to a simple scoreboard of life that they've ignored um, what they bring to the table. And they've gone 10, 15, 20 years without improving their mind, adjusting their mindset, without learning new things, without becoming a better person. And that, I think, is where more self-esteem issues come from than um, than anything. You know, like like I said in the, in the self-confidence episode, self-confidence comes from competence. If you're competent in things, if you're if you're if you have a a a lot of life to bring to this world, then you are pretty likely pretty good in your self confidence. Um, recognition is an interesting one. Uh, we do this podcast with zero recognition, other than the few people that reach out to us and say, "Hey, thanks for this episode. This really helped me." Um, I don't agree with this, whatever it, 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 that's all recognition, but we do this podcast week in, week out, 125, 126 episodes in with very little recognition and that's okay. Um, I like to think that I am and Martin is self-reflective enough to see that uh, for every one of those people that reach out and says, thank you for every one of those people that say, Hey, good, good episode. There's, you know, a hundred out there that, feel the same way. They just didn't take the time to reach out. Um, and I do this, I do this for, um, my mental health, my mental well being. Um, I do this because I want to share the things that I think about with the world and I want to try to help the world get better. Um, just by reflecting on where I'm at and what I'm learning. Um, so recognition is an interesting one. It could be recognition from your spouse, recognition from your kids, you know, I don't know if, 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 if any of you have been out there when you have a little bit older kid and they look back and say, hey, thanks. I know that that time you did that, that was hard, but thank you. I needed it. That's a, that's a really big recognition. Um, strength and freedom are the next two. Strength, I think strength is not just physical strength. It's emotional strength. It is mental strength. It is it is the fortitude to keep going when we get down and don't get down on yourself. If you get to the point where you just need to talk to somebody, cause that's okay. The strength to reach out and just say, Hey, I'm fucking struggling. Um, that's really strong. That's a lot stronger than reaching for the bottle. That's a lot stronger than reaching for a joint. That's a lot stronger than God forbid reaching for a gun. Um, and freedom, freedom is an interesting one because the entire idea of freedom is the fact that if I put in the effort to improve these things, somebody else can't just come and take them in the name of country, in the name of God, in the name of community. They can't just take them from me because these are my things. This is my life and I am able to live it how I want to live it. And that's what freedom is. And then the top, the top little point on the pyramid is self-actualization and self-actualization is an interesting one it is the desire to be the most that one can be and when we say most it doesn't mean just strongest it doesn't mean the best provider it doesn't mean the smartest it means the most overall like 
I know I talked about it a few episodes ago, but you guys remember those video games that we had when we were little kids and whether it be a race game or a fighter game, like let's, let's use like need for speed, right? Remember, remember need for speed. God, that was a badass game in its time. But now you look back and you're like, Oh, the game sucked, but you would get money, right? And you could spend that money on all these different things for your car, but you couldn't just make your car just fast. Cause if it was just fast and it couldn't handle anything, then you just had a fast car in a straight line and then you turn and it would fucking go off the road. And so you had to improve your speed and you had to improve your handling and you had to improve your traction and you had to improve your looks a little bit because I don't know, it's fucking just the way that the game worked. And it's this overall scorecard of life. Are you bringing the most to every person that you encounter? Are you, loving your hardest are you putting your best effort forward are you constantly learning are you improving and evolving and becoming a better human until the day that you die and that's that's the reality of self-actualization and the reason that that's on the top of the pyramid is because to get to that point um all or most of these other things need to be you need to work through them and they need to be in line, they need to be happening. They need to be constant effort. And by putting all of that into all these other things, you will get to that self-actualization point. But what does that mean as far as mental health? It means that we need to start to dissect what is causing us, whether it be the last 20 minutes that I just talked about the hierarchy of needs, or whether it is you just sitting down and looking at what's causing you pain. Is that pain coming from lack of financial resources or is that pain coming from social media or marketing telling you that you need shit that you really don't need? Because those two things look like the same on the outside, but on the inside, the minute that you become, I guess, self-aware is the minute that you go, Oh, I'm, I'm getting down on myself because I don't have the Porsche. I don't have the big house. I don't have the $10,000 watch, but I'm not realizing that I do have a decent car that's reliable. I do have a watch that tells me time. I do have a cell phone. I do have air conditioning in my house. I do have a washer and dryer. I do have a refrigerator. Like these are all things that like we just take for granted. If it's love, um, are you comparing your spouse to other people's spouses? Are you comparing your lover to other people love, people's lovers? Or is the person that you spend your energy with, you share your bed with, you have babies with, is that person a close-minded individual that doesn't want to evolve and doesn't understand what you want out of life because those two things look the same they look like i don't i don't i don't love my lover anymore i don't enjoy my lover um this life is not the life that i wanted and the reality is that with that one putting in the effort like i said is is important is it coming from your job because that's a big stressor for a lot of people. Is it that your job isn't good enough for you? Or is it that your job is actually causing you stress? Now, 
if it is causing you stress, is that stress not relative to the amount of money that you're making, the amount of uh, support that you're able to provide for your family? Um, is it your kids? Uh, and if it's your kids, motherfucker, it's probably likely your fault. But guess what? That doesn't make it any easier to deal with. It just means that it's time to start putting in work today, this moment. Doesn't matter what happened up until this moment, the moment that you listen to this, the moment, the moment that you identify the problem, tomorrow's a new day. And tomorrow we start improving these things. And just by taking action in any of these things is going to improve your mental health. Um, but that doesn't mean that, that it doesn't hurt. And I want you guys to know that, that it's okay. It's okay to reach out. It's okay. Fuck, man. If you don't even know me, you just want to reach out and talk about some pain that you're in. That's fine. I'm down, man. I fucking... I'm an, I'm an introspective, intelligent individual, and I feel a lot of pain, sometimes due to my own ignorance, sometimes because of life, sometimes just because I see something that hurts my heart so much that I break into tears in the middle of a day. And I'm a 39-year-old man, and I will admit the motherfuck to that. Um, but reach out, talk to somebody. That's going to be the strongest thing that you can do. And over and above... All those things, just know that there are people out there that care. There are people out there that love. It is the extremities, the extremes on social media. It is the extremes on TV. It is the extremes on YouTube that 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 make the algorithm. It's the extremes that you see where you go, oh my God, look at this person making all this money. Look at this, you know, look at this person who gave themselves to God and all of a sudden they got this huge contract or the song went viral and it's like, yeah, yeah, I see it. But there's also for every one of those people that's making $5 million in um, real estate or $100,000 a month on OnlyFans or $10,000 a month on, you know, Bitcoin exchange, there's... 10,000 people out there that are trying to do the same fucking thing and are failing. So if you're only comparing yourself to the, to the one highlight, the one, the one that made it, then you are doing yourself a disservice because I believe it was Thomas Jefferson, but whoever the fuck said it was really intelligent because comparison is the thief of joy. And by comparing yourself to everyone else's highlight reel, you are doing damage to your own mental health, you're doing damage to your own mental well-being. If you are unable to provide air, water, food, shelter, sleep, these are the first things you need to look at. But over and above that, a lot of what is causing us pain is the comparison to the external world. Um, I love you guys. You're awesome. I appreciate every one of you that listens to this. I just want you to know that you're not alone. If you're having, if you're having issues, if you want to talk about anything, reach out. I don't give a shit if it's anonymous. I, if you don't want to talk to me, talk to somebody else, um, talk to a therapist. It's okay to go to a therapist. Just make sure that you're going to, to improve. Um, love you. Peace out. Enjoy. Enjoy.